everyone it's time for another live look at the astrology my name is katie sweetman and this is your look at the astrology for january 22nd through 28th 2024 as lot two is that. um but yeah we've got a lot to talk about this week we've got pluto now in aquarius we talked a little bit about that last week but um it's just to sort of continue to flesh it out what does this mean for you because sometimes something that's maybe a little bit like bigger a little bit more abstract pluto it's like what does that mean for me well we got a lot to talk about it is also a full moon in leo this week and that full moon actually is going to pick up on pluto in aquarius it's going to be what's called an opposition it's a week to find our passion, but it's also a week to see what is this new story that's beginning to emerge for us. And then we also have Uranus turning direct at 19 degrees. So anyway, let's let's just dive in. And for those that don't know who I am, my name is Katie Sweetman, and I am an astrologer and psychic medium located here in the New York City area. And every week we gather live, although not last week because I was stuck in Denver or stuck somewhere over Ohio when I should have been doing it this live. Um, but every week we gather live to look at the astrology. You hear me say every week the astrology is 50%. Uh, you are the other 50%. We cannot forget that we are participants in this. So yeah, so let's just let's just talk about the the, the Pluto-sized elephant in the room. So you're thinking, well, Pluto, what? She went to Aquarius, what? Maybe I talked about this last week. I don't know. I was still a little bit jet-lagged. I was still sort of reintegrating um, from my seven-hour, six, seven-hour delayed uh, flight. But um, one of the things in astrology is that astrology is measuring time. It's symbolic time. And one of the easiest ways for us to understand that is that every uh, every 30 days, approximately, the sun goes into a new sign of the zodiac. The thing is, is that astrology doesn't line up with our sense of clocks, our sense of calendar, because it's okay. It's not measuring the same thing. It's measuring metaphoric time, symbolic time, and how time as an energy and an experience unfolds through different moments of our life. So we have a shared time, a shared experience. We all are experiencing, for example, it's Aquarius season, the sun's in Aquarius, and now Pluto's in Aquarius. It's a collective experience, but based on your own astrology, and also, this is the part that is the 50% that's you, your own social conditioning, your own you know, country that you're from, the family that you're from, your past, that part all is a filter, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> so that said, the part that we can objectively measure is that the sun, uh, as of January 20th, is now in Aquarius. So it's like the sun hand on the, on the great clock is now pointing towards the 11th sign of the zodiac. There are 12 signs in the zodiac. Sounds a little bit familiar. We have 12 months in our, own, in our regular calendar, but the astrological year actually ends the last day uh, uh, of, of winter in the northern hemisphere. And the first day of spring, sun going into Aries, spring equinox. I know it's very... Uh, northern hemisphere biased, but that is the start of the astrological year. So we are still in an old astrological year, even though January 1 is the start of our calendar and uh, the start of the new year for us. 
So the sun is now in Aquarius, but that you know, the sun moves every 30 days. Mercury can flitter in and out of a zodiac sign every two weeks. Sometimes it's five weeks. What about Pluto? It takes 248 years, two, four, zero, two, four, eight um, years for you to, uh, for Pluto to go through each of uh, the, the entirety of the zodiac sign. So Pluto, because it has an irregular orbit, it's a little bit of an astronomy lesson. Uh, Pluto can spend anywhere from 11 years in Scorpio, which is actually a sign that uh, the divine creator loves us, or it can spend 30 years in Taurus. I realize that's a big discrepancy, but that's just because from the perspective of Earth, at least, Pluto appears to move more quickly in Scorpio and it appears to move more slowly in Taurus. We will not live to see Pluto and Taurus. Don't worry, Taurus, you've been through enough. Um, but right now, Pluto has just gone into Aquarius. To be fair, Pluto went into Aquarius last year, although just for a few months. It was from March of 20, you know, March 25th, 23rd, 2023 until June 11th, 2023. So that's just a little bit of three month view. But Pluto had not been in Aquarius since the 1780s and 90s. So it's kind of a big deal. I gotta do my due diligence, 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 can't say that fast three times, diligence as an astrologer. And what could this time possibly mean for you? Here's the thing, I don't know. We have the archetype, the archetype of Pluto. We have a potentially shared experience. We could even look back at Pluto's time in Capricorn to take notes. I think to look back at 1780s and 90s in reality, human, humanity is in a much different place than it was. And, and I don't think it's fair to say that that period of time is going to equal this time. Uh, our relationship with Aquarius, our relationship with the, the globe community, the ability to be able to travel from one end of the globe in uh, half a day or oh gosh, yeah, half a day or three quarters of a day like that, that was unthinkable 250 years ago. So even technology, the idea that I can sit in front of you all and do this, you know, it's and broadcast my myself across the world. And some of you, it's Tuesday, it's Tuesday morning. Uh, right now, you're part of my Tuesday club. So that that's not even something that most people could fathom 250 years ago. What is Pluto? Well, the sun is the self, it, it moves quite quickly. Mercury is our voice that is also a plant that moves quickly around the zodiac. Uh, Venus, what do we what do we invest in? What do we value? What do we love? How do we socialize and connect? Uh, Jupiter, Mars, I jumped over Mars. Mars, what inspires and motivates us? What gets us out of bed? What like fires us up? Jupiter, what opens up our eyes to the world? And Jupiter takes 11 and a half years to go through the zodiac signs. Now we're getting into these sort of big cycles. Saturn, my favorite planet and yours, hopefully by now. Saturn, what do we need to build, to become, to construct, to learn, to put back into order? Saturn takes 29 and a half years to go through the zodiac. Uranus, 84 years. But when we get to Uranus, we're now at what are called evolutionary planets. These are planets that were not known to the ancients. They were discovered, speaking of the 1780s, uh, Uranus was discovered in 1781. It was a new planet. It was discovered by telescope. 
But up until that point, all that we could see in the heavens was visible to the naked eye, the telescope, at least as we know it, wasn't discovered until the, the 1500s Galileo. Galileo looked at the moons of Jupiter, and that was such a radical event that he was locked up by the Vatican. But anyway, I digress. So we have Uranus awakenings, transformations, revolutions, seeing things differently. Neptune. Neptune's a little bit different. Neptune dissolves the boundaries between this world and the next world. Its evolutionary, evolutionary energy is trying to get us to discover compassion, uh, a shared sense of commonality experience, universality. Neptune speaks to a need for a spiritual work, but Neptune takes 160 years, 64 years to go around the zodiac. Okay, bigger cycles of time. Pluto. Pluto talks about non-negotiable transformations, gut level restructuring, a need to look at something that is previously hidden, a need to look at ourselves personally and collectively. Pluto takes 248 years to go through the zodiac. Of course, there's other planets beyond Pluto, Eris, um, McKay, McKay, but now we're getting like 500-year cycles. Sedna has some 11,000-year cycles. So I personally, as an astrologer, I stop at Pluto. It's not that I stop at Pluto, but it's like, okay, let's let's work within this sandbox. But, um, you know, it's, it's to look at astrology as all these different inter, you know, cycles of time that are both personal, Sun, Moon, Venus, Mars. It's sort of a collective experience, Jupiter and Saturn, and now it's an evolutionary experience. Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. I would even toss Chiron in there too, because I use Chiron in my work. And Chiron's an asteroid, and that asteroid takes 50 years to go throughout the zodiac. So here we are with the beginning of something. And it's quite possible that we don't see Pluto and Aquarius for what it is right now. And, and I was looking at my phone, um, I think it was yesterday, and there was like some alert on Apple News about uh, government conspiracy about aliens and cover-up. And it's one of those things, I guess I didn't want to Google, because who knows where that's going to take me. But uh, sometimes when you look at something in your phone, it disappears, and I was trying to find it. But I was like, this is the most Pluto and Aquarius thing I've ever seen. Um, I guess you know, aliens is going to be part of the cultural conscious uh, going into the next 20 years. Or technology, Aquarius is technology. Uh, Aquarius is systems, the systems that build and run our life on a larger macro level. Um, so we'll have to see. That's the collective experience. Aquarius is not just um, a sign that's about groups and communities. It talks about the, the threats that connect us all as human beings. Um, and, and so it's like I'm really starting to feel out Pluto and Aquarius and see where that sense of deconstruction and reconstruction is starting to happen. And when we go through each of the 12 signs, I talked about this last week to just refresh ourselves. Where's Pluto starting that work of deconstruction and reconstruction? And all you have to do is look back at the work that you have done since 2008 on a very particular part of your life, the Capricorn part of your life, and see what the changes uh, that were necessary, perhaps. The other thing about Pluto is that it's highly specific to you. Of course, there's these broader strokes that we all can look at and talk about our experience with Pluto, but you have your own Pluto in your astrology. 
This is where I, I have a little bit more of an esoteric and spiritual perspective. Maybe other astrologers would disagree. But your own soul has a journey. It has its own karma. It has its own lived experiences. And so Pluto, from my perspective, holds a mirror to us and helps us to see things for what they really are, to maybe own things on a psychological or, or spiritual level that we typically don't want to, to look at or we reject, reject onto other people. For some people, Pluto talks about power and, and being in a time in your life where you are put into positions of power. What is your relationship? with power and, and sometimes Pluto can be a little like have a reputation for negativity it's not always that and you know, sort of my um, personal joke is that when Britney Spears was at the highest level of her fame and this is sort of pre free Britney Pluto was conjunct her son so it really depends on the person I don't know Britney Spears but um, that's where you really need to know your own astrology you need to know your own self that's the deep work of Pluto is that it helps us to transmute and to transform something. And again, all we have to do is look at the past 16 years, yes, 16 years of Pluto and Capricorn. We're not quite done with Pluto and Capricorn. We will have a sort of um, epilogue, I guess at this point, from September 1st all the way to November 19th. And then we're done, like no more Pluto and Capricorn, not for uh, any time that we'll be alive. But again, we'll have to live another 250, 40, whatever years. And, and I'm pretty confident in saying that none of you, not me, I'm not gonna live another 240 years. But anyway, so Pluto and Aquarius, and then we also have the, uh, the Leo full moon this week. It's going to be at five degrees, so it's just off of Pluto, which is sort of freshly at zero degrees of Aquarius. This is what's called an opposition in astrology. But a full moon is, is sort of activating that Sun and Pluto conjunction, even though it's a little bit past. And so it's may, it, it may be that there are themes in this Leo full moon that we need to look at. What's Leo? Well, Leo and, and I actually really love Leo. And there's some signs that I sort of have this personal quiet love for because I don't think they're fully understood. And I, I think the pop culture veneer of Leo, sort of the egotistical Leo, um, it exists, but it's such a small sliver of the archetype. Because what is Leo? Leo is the sign of the sun. Each sign in astrology has a planet that governs it. It's called a ruler. And so Leo's ruler is the sun. And so Leo, even if you're scratching your head, and you're like, but I'm not a Leo, Katie, but you have Leo someplace in your astrology, even if there's nothing there, but Leo is also an archetype and it's an archetype of life. It's part of the collective experience of life. And what is Leo? It's passion, it's joy. It's Leo is the, the, the archetype of the, of the spark of the divine that lives, in, it with, lives within us. And I know that's a little bit esoteric, but even on a sort of a day-to-day -day level, we need Leo. We need Leo to remind us of the things and to really ignite within us the desire to live, to express, to know exactly who we are, to cultivate our talents, our gifts and our abilities. And Leo reminds us to, to shine like the sun, even if we're shy, even if we're, we're doing it quietly, quietly behind the scenes. But 
but and this is a week for us to reconnect with our passions our joys the things that light us up the things that really animate our spirit and leo is a fire sign and fire needs to be felt this cannot be an abstract analytical leo full moon um yeah the person who's seeking um soliciting uh readings yeah uh, block that person don't do that yeah anyway so yeah leo and leo it says that there's only one you in all of the universe you cannot be duplicated in all 13.8 billion years of the universe there's only been one you and it's to reconnect to that spark to that spirit that lives inside of you and animates you and makes you you when you pass on, God forbid, you take with you those experiences, that sort of sense of energy, that sense of presence that people will say, oh, I remember this person, like they, 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 they felt like this, they did this. I always think of Leo and food, maybe because I'm a, I love to cook. And by the way, sidebar, I'm still trying to figure out what is the uh, intersection between astrology and cooking, because I actually love to cook and I'm a big baker. And um, yeah, this person, Crystal, Crystal, go away. Look at looking for readings. But anyway, um, yeah, I love to cook and um, I'm still trying to figure out what, how I can bring that into my astrology. But anyway, stay tuned. But Leo, Leo is that, you know, when you taste somebody's food and you go to make it, even if you have a recipe, you can't, you can't duplicate it. Because there's only one you and if you've had somebody in your life who used to make these wonderful dishes for you and you you miss them there's that sense of nostalgia cancer cancer comes before leo but anyway i think leo is this beautiful sign that doesn't always get its fair due and we need leo to bring us into virgo because virgo is the sign that is after leo and if we don't do what we love we don't put the spirit of ourselves we don't have that sense of passion then we, we run straight into Virgo and we burn out and then we sort of feel the burdens of life, so to speak. <clears throat> so yes, um, that's the Leo full moon and it's activating Pluto. So there's something about self and identity, our relationship with the greater whole, our relationship with the group. Who do we belong? Where do we belong? Who are we? Who are we, who are we really? Um, and so that's for us to really see as we get into the middle of the week. The other big thing that's happening this week is that Uranus is turning direct. It's been retrograde since uh, the end of August, and we are actually beginning to come to the end of Uranus's time in Taurus. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uranus has been in Taurus since May of 2018, May 15, 2018, and March 6, 2019. And for some people, those are very defining months. Uranus went into a sign that had not been in for 80 years. Remember, each planet has its own cycle. Uranus's cycle is 84 years. Uranus spends seven years in a zodiac sign. And over that time, because Uranus is an evolutionary planet, which we learned about in the beginning, that area of your life has to grow and evolve. It has to awaken. It has, we have to see things differently. And one of the beautiful things about Uranus is that it helps us to get unstuck. And sometimes it gets us unstuck in the ways in which we wouldn't necessarily choose. Uranus is like, oh, I see you're stuck. Here, let me help. And so 
pay attention this week. Do you feel stuck? Do you need Uranus's help? Maybe you're like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't need Uranus's help. But Uranus, and maybe this is a little bit to that Leo comment, reminds us that there's only one us and we can't be stuck. We need to break free of the past, break free of the things that hold us back. Personally, it's a little bit of a sidebar. I'm really fascinated by what are called the midlife transits. So the first half of the 40s, uh, from four, around age 40 to around age 45, 46. These are the midlife transits that we all go through, one of which is the Uranus opposition, 42, 43, that we call the midlife crisis. But it's an energy that's just trying to get us to remember and to feel exactly who we are. So as Uranus turns direct this week at 19 degrees, we're actually beginning to come to the end of a story 19 degrees there's only 11 more degrees left in taurus and by uh july of 2025 so just 18 months from now uranus will make its first dip into gemini we'll have a whole new cycle to talk about but it's interesting that we got a week where we have one planet pluto at the beginning of something and we have another planet uranus near the end of something and so maybe it is a week of contrast, maybe it's a week of endings and beginnings or feeling like one thing is starting and one thing is started, starting to come to an end, for example. That's going to happen on this weekend, on the 27th, and so right after the full moon is to see what really opens up and illuminates for you as we go into the weekend. So... I'm just going to dive into the astrology of this week because there's just so much to talk about. And uh, for the week of January 22nd through 28th, 2024. So, not well, first we'll start with Venus going into Capricorn. Sorry, I just want to jump ahead for a little bit. Um, Venus going into Capricorn on January 23rd. Venus typically spends about four three, four weeks in a sign when it's at full speed. Um, Venus is leaving Sagittarius, a sign for what we love, what we value, what we invest time and money in. It might be education. It might be travel. It's a very philosophical Venus. But Venus going to, to Capricorn, and I, and I think and I feel that Venus is something to really pay attention to because it's driving the eclipses meaning it's the ruler of the south node uh, in, in Libra. It's the ruler of the October 14th solar eclipse in Libra. And so Venus going to Capricorn, Capricorn is a cardinal sign. It wants to initiate. Something wants to start to take shape and take form and something that may be directly connected to the eclipses of October, for example. Venus sometimes can be really into luxury when it's in Capricorn. Sometimes it can be the opposite, but it's Capricorn is the sign of matter, the material. And so this is typically a Venus that wants to build and construct towards the future. Sometimes it really values hierarchy or status. Sometimes it just wants to create a lot of material stability. And maybe we will feel a little bit similarly on our own. Then we have that full moon in Leo on the 25th. That's at five degrees of Leo. So it's picking up on what are called the fixed signs. Leo, Aquarius, the sun is in Aquarius, Pluto is in Aquarius. Jupiter, we have a sun square Jupiter this week. Uh, Jupiter is in Taurus. These are three of the four fixed signs. And when you typically see a lot of things happening in the fixed signs, 
it's about our physical life. It's about our, our material and manifested life. So we might see some uh, seismic shifts or just some shifts in general this week. Not everybody, but just something to pay attention to. Then we get to later in the week on the 27th and Mercury makes a conjunction to Mars. So this is rather fleeting, but Mercury will be square the nodes on the 27th and then Mars is square the nodes on the 28th. Whenever there are planets that are in aspect to the nodes, it is a turning point. Um, Mercury is, you know, our voice, it's communication, maybe it's major conversations. Mercury's in Capricorn. When, something, when things are in Capricorn, typically the bar is set higher for us. We cannot cut corners. Mars, what inspires us, what motivates us. So it might be a busy weekend where we're trying to get things really moving and really in focus. And that might be the turning point for us. And then we have Jupiter square, or the sun square Jupiter. And, and Jupiter uh, in the sun, it talks about the our sense of self, our sense of identity. Sometimes it's confidence, sometimes it's overconfidence. But at some level, especially as we go into the weekend, you may need to get very clear about what you believe in, what do you stand for, what's your truth, what's your conviction. Jupiter in its best facet, it naturally wants to inspire people. It naturally wants to open up uh, the eyes for others or open up the path for others. So that is our weekend. We got some turning points. We got new stories. We got old stories. And it's certainly a very interesting week. So with that in mind, let's go through each of the 12 zodiac signs, starting with Aries. Aries, so Mars is your planet and it's around the middle of Capricorn at the moment and it's actually going to square the lunar nodes this week. And you may be thinking, I have no clue what the lunar nodes are. Very, very quick explanation is that these two points in the sky, they make eclipses happen. They're not physical bodies, but they are like this axis of fate. And I realize that's a big statement, but when you have major planets sort of make contact to the nodes, we may feel like life is a bit faded at the moment. Doors may be opening and closing. You may feel like you're at a crossroads or you're going in a new direction. This may talk about you know taking the lead, taking action, or really stepping into something in your life, especially around career. Now there's Pluto. Pluto, speaking of career, Pluto has finally left your career sign, although you've got September to November to really truly wrap up that story. And it's been 16 years of completely gut level renovating what your relationship with your professional life, your direction in life, your duties and responsibilities, and even your ambitions. Pluto going into Aquarius, not going, it's there right now, says that you are at the beginning of a 20-year chapter, yes, 20 years, that will reshape, transform, remold your relationship with community, friends, society, humanity, social issues, and social causes. I realize these are big strokes. Aquarius, because it's your 11th sign, this is the part of your astrology that does talk about the bigger strokes of life. Who am I? Where do I belong? Who are my people? Maybe you're starting to see something in regards to friendship and community and connection, the bigger picture that's coming into focus. Maybe not. But Pluto says that this area of your life will be remade on some level and in a way that's very specific to you because that's the thing. Pluto really gets into our own experiences on a deeper soul level. 
The Leo full moon on uh, the 25th, Leo is something called your fifth sign. And this really does pull at the tension between the self, you, creativity, self-expression, individuality, and how that connects to the greater whole. Do you feel like you were overlooked? Do you feel that you, you know who you are or, or you don't know who you are? Do you feel like you know where you belong? Who are your people? Who, who do you feel that sense of greater connection to? What is your relationship with the collective? I know that these are all big you know, questions, but these might be questions that are really rattling around for you over the next uh, you know, week or so. Um, Taurus. Taurus, so Venus, your planet, moves signs this week on the 26th. It goes into Capricorn. And for you, Taurus, uh, Capricorn, and you have a lot of affinity. You are what are called, both are called Earth signs. So this is a time that takes you out of maybe the heavy emotional and maybe even philosophical past four weeks and takes you into a part of the chart that actually does continue some of these bigger philosophical questions but it does want you know things to really take shape and take form in your life right now the next three four weeks on some um, basic level it could be about education going back to school taking classes getting training it could be about travel foreign travel long distance travel or a need to open up your eyes to something it may mean that this is a time where you need to get very clear about what you believe in, what do you stand for, what's your truth. Uh, for some people, it's really looking at questions around law, legal matters, and justice. That said, uh, Venus is in a place where it is activating eclipse energy, and this is going back to the sort of bigger uh, parts of your chart that talk about spirituality, truth, and meaning on a, on a deeper internal level. So it might continue to be a bit of an actual existential time for you Taurus that said you know, Pluto has just gone into uh, Aquarius and Aquarius is something called your 10th sign career it's a title after your name it's the role that you play in the world and I realized 20 years because Pluto will be in Aquarius for 20 years is a long time we're only at the beginning of something, but this, and this is going to be very specific to you. Of course, it's a shared experience with all Taurus. How does your professional life begin to shift at this time? What is the story? Do you need to step into your power to your professional life? Do you need to make a really like, you know, night and day drawing a line change in your professional life and, you know, a job change, career change, for example, we'll have to see. This full moon is also going to be in something called your fourth sign, home and family. This is approximately the time of year where your home environment gets activated. Maybe there's a move, maybe family needs your attention. Maybe it's just about feeling safe and feeling really rooted and grounded within yourself. But it's a, this is a big full moon and really look for the shifts and the turning points going into next week. Gemini. Gemini. So Mercury is your planet. It's still in Capricorn. It'll be in Capricorn this week. So this is you know, Capricorn's uh, going over some territory that Pluto actually occupied for 16 years. I realize that 16 years is a long time. 
But it's saying that this is the, a period that takes you into next week where you need to revisit a lot of the deeper emotional work that you've been doing. Maybe you went into therapy over the last decade. Maybe you did a lot of deeper digging. Maybe you had to look at your hidden self. Maybe you had to do a lot of rebirth. I realize, again, big words. That said, Pluto has now moved on and it's in your ninth. It's about what do you believe in? What do you stand for? After everything that you've been through in the last 16 years, what do you believe in? How has your inner world shaped uh, and changed so much that now your outer world needs to change as well? On a surface level, this may be the start of a period of your life where education takes a very different role in your life. Maybe it's going back to school. Maybe it's not education on a formal level. Maybe it's just education on a broader level. But the ninth, which is what Aquarius is for your sign, it's a space that wants to open up our eyes to the world. And it's a little bit subjective, and maybe that sounds a little bit vague, but that's the thing. What do you believe in? It's going to be high, highly specific to you and your life. But try to see where Pluto is starting to, let's say, shift and shape the way that you see things at this point in your life. With the full moon that's going to be on the 25th, it is playing off of Pluto in Aquarius, and it's talking about education, ideas, information, communication maybe needing to find your voice at this time. Um, Cancer. Cancer, the moon actually, well, the moon's in Cancer right now as I speak. So this week, the moon is going from Cancer all the way to Virgo. And that is, if I'm doing my math really you know, quickly, it really talks about the self and then when the moon goes into leo where we have the full moon on the 25th that full moon is lighting up your second sign money income material stability and security it could be a week where it's very nuts and bolts i need to focus on my spending i need to focus on you know, earning more money I'm, I'm making big purchases i'm making big investments and if it's not tangible and material it could be value and worth on an inner or self level. Pluto has gone into Aquarius. It's something called your eighth. And over the next 20 years, I know it's such a long period of time, it is a profound and deep inner transformation. And some of the hard work and even the seeds that were planted over the past three years, because Saturn was in Aquarius until March of 2023, Pluto will now capitalize on. For some people, it really is about uh, wealth and power, financial investments. That's a traditional way and certainly a very valid way of looking at the eighth. Our, our legacies, our emotional legacies, our material legacies, financial legacies. But for some people, it's a need to, to do the inner work. And if you're one of those people who has been shoving things into a room or shoving things into a drawer emotionally for the last 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, here comes Pluto, because Pluto says, oh, I see you have a clog, emotional clog, spiritual clog. It's time to get rid of this clog. So use Pluto proactively. If, if you need to sit with somebody, if you need to really face something, if you need to you know, do the inner work, we don't have to do it alone, for example. But this full moon does talk about money and finance along with Pluto. It also talks about legacies and inheritances and the things that we inherit from our family and, and i mean that on an emotional and even ancestral level as well um 
what is after cancer leo <laughs> leo so you are having a full moon in your sign so this is that time every year sometimes it's uh you know the end of january sometimes it's the beginning of february where you are in the spotlight it means different things to different leos sometimes you're in the spotlight literally attentions on you uh, something you maybe you publish something maybe you got recognized for something um it's a it's public time in your life maybe you feel that full moon as sort of this need to make changes to to take to take action to take the lead maybe it's just to get back to who you are you know this beautiful sign that teaches each and every one of us to find our own spark to shine to do the things we love that said this full moon plays off of pluto in aquarius and pluto going to aquarius as it did a couple days ago initiated you into a 20-year chapter, I know, 20 years, where you're doing a lot of big transformations around relationships. Relationships mean a lot of things. And, and, it, and for some people, it is your primary partnership. For some people, it is a need to really transform, deconstruct, reconstruct how you connect and interact and socialize with people. This is the part that's very hyper-specific to you. We all have that lens, subconscious, unconscious lens. It's like how I interact was how I was programmed as a child. Maybe there's trauma that's that's acting as a filter. Maybe it's just something innate like ancest, you know, ancestry in our social conditioning. But something is going to deconstruct and reconstruct. If you are a Leo, meaning you're a Leo sun, not Leo rising, it, this might be a period that's more about you and needing to make some big changes in self. But, you know, it's very hyper-specific to each and every one of you because we, we all have our own experiences, we all have our own soul, we all have our own karma, and something will need to be transformed. So it's to start to look for the shift point in your life right now. Where can you sense that energy of deconstruction? And reconstruction so we have the full moon we have pluto now in aquarius uh, we do have a venus going into capricorn uh, that is the part of your chart and, and venus does govern your career so it might be a busy time in your professional life as you go into the beginning of february um virgo Virgo, so Mercury is your planet and it's in Capricorn. So I think I was saying this last week, but Capricorn is something called your fifth sign. And Capricorn and Virgo actually have a lot in common. You're both uh, Earth signs. You know, it's, it's, very it's a very practical time for you. It's a time for you to really get, you know, take care of your, your, your material life, your day-to-day -day life. But also Capricorn is a sign that really speaks to who are you? It talks about personality and self, creativity, talents, gifts, abilities. And that's, I think, where Virgo typically, although we're all different people, typically shines the best. It's really good at leadership. It's good at getting things done. It's good at creating organization. That's where it has its mastery, Capricorn the fifth. So this is a time over the next uh, three or so weeks for you to, with Venus now in Capricorn, uh, for you to get back to who you are. You've got Mercury in Capricorn. 
Mercury is conjunct Mars this week, so you may feel that um, that extra motivation and drive to really express who you are, to really reveal to other people, uh, to take a stand. Um, maybe you have a lot to say, for example. But the, it might be a little bit of a turning point week, question mark, because Mercury, along with Mars, will make a square to the lunar nodes this weekend. Mercury in Capricorn does ask that the bar is set higher for you and you step up to that bar. It may ask that you put things back into order, that you really demonstrate to yourself and to others that you can handle it. Maybe you have to make some choices, Mercury, that are really taking your life in a different direction. Maybe you're really feeling the demand for commitment, to be a mentor, to show people that you know, you're an authority. But like I said, the bar is set higher. So make sure that you are showing up for it. I know Virgo can be a little bit of a perfectionist, but it's not to uh, weigh you know, too much down on yourself, for example. Uh, that said, this full moon lights up something called your 12th. So this is the time in your personal zodiac calendar. Sometimes it's the end of January. Sometimes it's the beginning of February where it's about endings. I know that's a, that's a word that not everybody likes, but that's the thing about astrology is that it talks about all of life from beginning to end. Leo is something called your 12th sign. And so the question is, what is your relationship with endings? Where do you need to let something go? And this could be something that's very personal, especially with all these planets in Capricorn. I don't need this facet of myself anymore. It's not mine. It's an old me. Maybe you're using the full moon to let go of an attachment. Maybe you're using this full moon to rest and recuperate. Maybe you're using this full moon to go within, to meditate, and to discover who are you beyond the ego, the 12th. We're not, there is no ego. When we get to the 12th, we have to let it go so we can open up to our universal self, for example. But use this full moon, get quiet, relax, go within, ask yourself big questions. Because certainly now that Pluto is in Aquarius, you're in a time where something about your day-to-day -day life, you, how you organize the systems that your life run on, and for some people, health and wellness needs to shift. Again, to go back to the word addiction, attachments, um, whatever you need to not bring with you into this new era, use this full moon to let it go. Libra. Libra. So even though we had that Libra solar eclipse on October 14th, three months ago, it's still with you. This was a new moon. This was a solar eclipse in your sign. It tells me as an astrologer, regardless of whether you are a Libra sun or Libra rising, that the next six months, of which we are now three months past, will see some sort of new beginning some powerful new beginning it may you know january may have been the month where you have seen that new beginning take shape and take form well venus your planet goes into capricorn capricorn forms the base and foundation of your astrology it's home it's family it's roots it's the past it's memories it's instincts and so for the next three four weeks you're feeling the push to focus on home to spend time with yourself spend time with your loved ones to to nest to get quiet um but it's i think worthwhile mentioning that venus is going into a place that pluto has occupied or did occupy for the last 16 years 
of course, every Libra is going to live, live this time differently, but it's for you to reflect on the fact that you've done a lot of excavation, emotional, psychic, familial, ancestral excavation over the past 16 years. So Venus is bringing you into a, a very different space. It's like Venus is walking into a room that Pluto is no longer in. How does this time feel differently? How does home and family, the past, memory, emotional foundation feel different? But that said, Venus may give shape and give form to the energy of the solar eclipse. And we may see that over the next couple of weeks. That said, we will see Mercury and Mars uh, square the lunar nodes this week. So it's a turning point and a turning point with this eclipse energy even though it's uh, three months after, but it's also three months before the April 8th Aries solar eclipse at 19 degrees. That said, this Leo full moon lights up your social circle, friends, community, where do I belong, where am I going, who are my allies, what is the future, or what are my hopes and dreams and wishes, so it's really putting the spotlight on big picture for you. But then there's Pluto and Aquarius. So Pluto left Capricorn, left your fourth, and went into your fifth. It'll be in your fifth for 20 years. I know, 20 years. But you're at the very beginning of a two-decade chapter of completely reshaping, remaking, reforging, redefining, uh, and transforming who you are. That's not to say you're becoming a new person and being somebody that's unrecognizable. You're just stripping away anything that's not the real you. So listen for Pluto this week. Listen for Pluto this weekend. Listen for Pluto around the full moon and how there's a shift point for you that may be very personal over the coming years. Scorpio, Scorpio. So um, Mars is your planet. It's still in Capricorn. It will be in Capricorn until February 13th. So the energy is focused on <clears throat> voice. And uh, the third, which is what Capricorn is, it's the time for you to take your voice seriously. So the words that you say matter. You, ha you have to sort of be the mentor. You have to step into a role of leadership. Maybe you are teaching or maybe there is the push to take more classes at this time. It's a little bit of a busy time for you, but one that brings that energy of, of Capricorn and Saturn and need to set the bar higher for you. Mars is presently in a space that Pluto occupied for, for 16 years, although Pluto left the room a couple days ago and it will come back, is for you to, to look at how voice and how you speak and how you listen and how you communicate has profoundly and deeply transformed over the past 16 years. That said, it is a shift of seasons for you, Scorpio. Pluto is now in something called your fourth. It's home, it's the past, it's family, it's memories. It is the very base and foundation of your life. Whatever transpires over 2024, whatever transpires over the next 20 years is also very specific to you how you were raised, your family members, your sense of ancestry, your past, the skeletons in the closet. Maybe you had a completely normal childhood. Great, fantastic. What is the deeper work that needs to happen? Again, it's specific for everybody, but it is a shift of seasons. It is really the start of a new era for you, one that you know, passes the baton from the work that you were doing around voice and communication and puts it into the emotional self, the deep self, the, the roots, the foundation 
of your life. And when Mars joins Pluto on February 14th after arriving in Aquarius on February 13th, maybe you'll get more of an idea of what that is. That said, this Leo full moon puts your professional life, your public reputation, the title after your name, um, your, your the most visible part of your astrology in the spotlight. So typically this happens around this time of year, end of January, beginning of February. So see, what is the story that's happening in your professional life? But here's the thing in astrology, nothing is ever individualistic. It's never one-sided. There's always the other side of the zodiac. There's always the other side of the sky. So it's to look at the interplay between your public life, your professional life, your career, and also your home life, your inner life, your family, because that's the area that's really being activated with this full moon. Sagittarius, Sagittarius. So this continues to be a big time for you while the astrology, namely Pluto going to Aquarius or um, goodness, uh, or, or even um, the, the Leo full moon, I'm sorry, escaped me, uh, doesn't quite have the heft as it does with some of the other signs, but you'd still have Saturn in your fourth. This is one of those times in your life that is about capital L life. In this case, home, family, roots, foundation, to build a family, to define what family is, to make a big move, to put down roots, to settle down. Again, it's going to be individualistic for each person. Uh, that said, Aquarius season for you and thus Pluto now in Aquarius, it's in a space in the chart that talks about voice, communication, how you think and listen and learn. And over the next 20 years, your relationship with those things will profoundly change. Pluto, for many of you, is helping you to find your voice, for you to clear, to strip away, to remove anything that's in the way of you taking the spirit that lives inside of you and having it live in your words, in your thoughts, in your actions, in your, in your choices. This may also be a time that is about serious choices, about home and family, because the energy of Pluto is now pointing towards the fourth home, family, roots, foundation. But it's to see what is the story that's starting to shift for you. Certainly, the story is shifting for everybody. This Leo full moon puts in the spotlight your ninth. The ninth is a space in our astrology that opens up our eyes to the world. Maybe you're planning trips, foreign travel, long distance journeys. Maybe you are focusing on your education. Maybe you need to stand up what you believe in. Maybe you need to share your, your ideas, your information. Maybe you're publishing something. It's going to be different for each Sagittarius or Sagittarius rising. This continues, and we've been talking about this since last year, Jupiter is in your six to really focus on your your day-to-day your -day life, your health, your wellness, to make positive changes. And you will have the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction of April 20th that will illuminate this time of revolutions and change for you. But that said, this is uh, this continues to be a big time in your life. Mercury is in Capricorn at the moment, and for you, Capricorn is your sign of money, material. It's your career planet, so it's really focused on getting your material life, your professional life, really rock solid and grounded. Capricorn, 
Capricorn, so Saturn is your planet. You hear me say this every week. It continues to be in your third sign. Voice, communication, how you think and listen and learn. Continue to invest in your education. Continue to inhabit your voice in a way where you need to be the authority. You take your choices seriously. You take your words seriously. It's also because it's Pisces, you take your intuition seriously. That said, you had a big planet leave your sign a couple days ago and go into a new sign. So if you are a Capricorn sun, hallelujah, Pluto is now out of Capricorn. It has been 16 years of some pretty deep and heavy work. Pluto, in um, even if you're a Capricorn rising, you're, you, you stepped into a new life, even though it may not have been as obvious in 2008. It was the start of a major new chapter of your life. That Pluto energy is now in your second money, income, material stability, and material security. Those things are both subjective, are, are objective, meaning we all need a sense of material stability and security. We need food in the, food in the kitchen, money in the bank, but we might need different quantities of it or value those things differently. But then that's the subjective part. Saturn, your planet, was in your second sign of money and income from March of 2020 until March of 2023. It is my feeling that, that Saturn was really laying some groundwork for Pluto. It was planting some seeds. It was showing you something that may need to shift and change around money and income. What you value, what you thought you valued in 2020 may not be what you value now in 2024. And maybe that will continue to shift in the coming years. Speaking of money, the Leo full moon highlights assets, finance, um, inheritances, wills. I know it sounds really intense, but also legacies and even getting into the deepest emotional parts of yourself, your psyche and the things that you don't want to look at. But that said, this is both an emotional week for you. Um, you know, we do have um, planets in Capricorn right now. We have Mars, we have Mercury and Venus is going to Capricorn but it's, it's activating the node. So this could be a week of turning points. This could be a week of serious decisions. This could be a week that's putting a focus on your home life, on relationships, and seeing something really manifest and take shape and take form around that. And something that's also picking up on both the October 14th uh, solar eclipse and the solar eclipse to come on April 8th of 2024, which will be a big one for you. Aquarius, Aquarius, happy birthday, Aquarius. So the sun is in your sign and this is a time for new beginnings and it's a time for major new beginnings because now Pluto is in your sign. When you celebrated your birthday last year, you did not have Pluto in your sign. You had to wait for a couple of months until March. So this is the first birthday where it's you have a new planet that's going to be a major focal point, not just over the next couple of years, but the next 20 years. Everybody's going to feel this time differently. But Pluto, it says that there's the old life and there's the new life. There's the old you and there's the new you. And it's to see and to seek out, even if it's not quite obvious, where is the shift point for you right now? On some level, Pluto in your sign says that you are becoming a new person over the coming years. Maybe you need to find your power. Maybe you need to leave the past behind. Maybe you need to strip something away. Again, it's very specific to you. The full moon in Leo puts the spotlight on relationships. 
It may highlight a tension between you and another person or you and a primary partner. It may highlight a necessity to make a decision about a relationship. It may bring somebody in your life for whom you are working out this energy of Pluto, or maybe it speaks to this brand new era that you are in a new time in your life and maybe new relationships or new people are coming into your life. Um, that said, um, you know, we have, what else we have going on? We've got a lot of things that are going on in your 12th at the moment. And so you might feel that you are on one hand in a new time in your life, but at the same time needing to rest, needing to let go, needing to prepare for something new. I think you really need to get to that <clears throat> Mars uh, going into Aquarius. That will be on the 13th of February to really see this new time in your life and how it's really taking you forward into a, a new chapter. Um, Pisces. Pisces. So Jupiter is your planet. It is still in Taurus. So this continues to be a very curious time, a time that's where the focus is on education, ideas, information, taking classes, voice, communication. Uranus will turn direct in this space on the um, on the 20, 27th of January. Uranus is actually starting to get to the end of this time. And you know we're going to have some bigger shifts that we're, we're going to have to talk about in 2025 and 2026, but that's down the line. But Uranus is starting to wrap up its time in this space. Voice communication is to see what is what, where is the growth, where is the awakening, where is the transformation that is happening around Uranus turning direct. It connects to all these different points of time, whether it's Uranus turning retrograde at the end of August of 2023, Uranus direct uh, January 2023 and so forth. Um, the times where uh, May or November when we're having the Taurus Scorpio energy being activated. But how has your voice awakened and transformed over the past uh, few years? So there's that, and maybe you are getting information that might be a little illuminating. Maybe you're getting information that might uh, be challenging or shock you. We will see. But that said, Aquarius season for you is something called your, um, your 12th sign. It's the sign of the zodiac that occurs before your birthday season. And the 12th represents the end. You've come to the end of a great cycle, although this great cycle is a year. But this is a time for you to really uh, downshift, to rest, to relax, to meditate, to contemplate, that, and to prepare for the next uh, chapter of your life when the sun goes into Pisces on February 18th. But now Pluto is here. And this is the thing. For you, Pluto's time in Aquarius doesn't have the same ring as it does with the other signs because now the deep work of transformation, the deconstruction and reconstruction is happening in a very existential or even spiritual place. So the shifts might not be obvious. They may be happening in your dreams. They may be happening in your internal life, maybe a spiritual shift. And maybe with the energies of Taurus being activated with your Jupiter, with Uranus, is to really start to cultivate your intuition, your, your deeper spirituality, your ability to connect to your higher self at this time. But it's going to be different for everybody. You know, Mercury, which is a big planet in your astrology, it's in Capricorn, especially as it crosses the nodes this week. It might be a week going into next week of some major choices and decisions. So 
had a lot to talk about. But here we are at the end of the week or the beginning of the week. I'm sorry, my brain's someplace else. So that said, follow me online um, at empoweringastrology.com. Some of you are my clients. You can book a consultation with me. We can get into the nitty gritty of where Pluto is shifting for you, for me. Um, you know, to, I, I look at the chart as a whole and look at this, the life as a whole and where we you know, need to work on these deeper things. That's the stuff that I get really into as a Scorpio. And um, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Spotify, I'm on YouTube, and of course, I'm on Facebook with you all. So I appreciate you. Have a wonderful week. Take notes, see where you start to see Pluto showing up in your life. And we will talk next week. Take care. Bye-bye.